Yo everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Investing Show. And today, I'm going to talk about what a business is and what role it plays in everyday life. So what is a business? So there are many definitions of business if you go and search it on the web. Some people say it's a person's occupation, like the blacksmith or the goldsmith. The goldsmith's in the business of molding gold into various things and then some people say business is a company like microsoft apple starbucks so what exactly is a business a business is just something that aims to buy at a lower price and sell at a higher price or buy at a lower price and deliver at a higher price thereby taking the profit in the middle so how does a business work So, a business aims to, as I said, buy at a lower price and sell at a higher price. So, a business essentially looks for lower cost suppliers. So, which is exactly on so which is exactly on what a business strategy is developed. Let's say, let's pick a random company. Let's pick Starbucks because retail is an easy sector to understand. So, Starbucks aims to buy. it's coffee the milk it uses the cream it uses so it aims to buy all of these things at a lower cost than what it can sell for so let's say that the coffee be uh, let's say that only uh, there are only two things used in producing coffee for the sake of simplicity one is the coffee bean and the other is milk so coffee beans cost $1 a pound and then uh, milk cost $5 a liter so $1 a pound let's assume it uses 1000 pounds a year it's just an example so that would cost $1000 and then let's uh, and then it was $5 a liter let's assume they use 500 liters every year so 5 times 500 which is 2500 so $2500 for the milk 1000 for the coffee bean which gives it a total cost of 3500 Now Starbucks is a business. So what it aims to do is to make sure that it sells more so that it can sell uh, it can it can sell at something higher than 3500 in order for it to pay off the cost of producing coffee, the coffee beans and the milk and so that the manager or the owner gets to keep a portion of the money for himself. So that is the essential that is the essential thing or the essential principle that keeps businesses in existence the only reason a business would cease to exist is because the only reason a business would cease to exist is because it is unable to produce a profit let's say for example we pick our, uh, we pick pacific gas and energy it's extremely famous why it's got too much debt to pay off and it's not making money and take GE GE produced a 6.8 billion dollar loss last year and then people are speculating whether it's going to go bankrupt so if it is it's got a long glorious history but it's going to go bankrupt and it's going bankrupt because it can't produce a profit the cost of the good are way too much compared to the revenue uh, compared to the revenue cost just uh, cost just doesn't include the cost of producing i mean 
the Starbucks example doesn't just include the coffee and the milk. It includes taxes, it includes employee payments, it includes the rent that is paid on the land, capitalized leases, and some people consider R&D to be an ex- uh, R&D, R&D to be a part of the cost, but then it's more of a capital expenditure. But then Starbucks is the coffee industry, so it doesn't really have to spend on R&D. So, how exactly does a business survive? A business has to have a lot of things to survive. Firstly, it must have a brand. It must have a distinct brand. And that brand should not be easily revoked. Not exactly revoked, but it can't be easily toppled over by another company just penetrating into its industry. For example, Starbucks is has a big brand in the coffee industry. According to Yahoo Finance, it has a 48% share in the coffee, somewhere between 42 and 48% market share in the coffee industry, the coffee services industry, basically like, you know, having like a fast food chain and then serving coffee instead of like burgers. So it has a big chunk of the coffee industry. And then, the coffee, so that's one part, branding. So, and then if, but if you take the car industry, none of them really has a brand. Doesn't make a difference whether you buy a Ford or whether you buy a Cadillac or let's say a Hyundai or Honda or Toyota. It doesn't really make a difference because it's still the same thing. A car is just going to take you from here to there and it's going to take you from there to here and then doesn't really make a difference. But then, Starbucks as a brand, it does make a difference when whether you drink at Starbucks or whether you drink at your local Chinese coffee store. It makes a big difference. The experience is completely different. The coffee taste is completely different. And that is exactly what the Starbucks brand represents, a premium coffee. So that is one of the biggest parts of a business, branding. The second part of a business is the business strategy. How does the business seek to make a profit? What the, what steps is, does it plan to take so that it can make a profit? What can the business do in all its power to make a profit? The first thing is it can install the best management it can afford. Right now we can say that Jack Welch, who was the CEO of GE, he was one of the greatest managers of this century. We can say that Warren Buffett, the CEO and chairman of Berkshire Hathaway, is one of the greatest managers and one of the greatest businessmen of this century. And then that can be said with ease because Warren Buffett runs some of the uh, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway has one of the best management we have seen in this century. <coughs> Sorry, in this century. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on, a business strategy also has the management and what the management plans to do with what the company has in terms of money. So, if a company has, say, $100 million in the bank, what can it plan to do? It has to either expand or it has to return money to the shareholders. It has to either put $1 into growing the business or it has to put that dollar into the shareholders' pockets. 
So, I know this is sounding more like a corporate finance lecture, but I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, and then, uh, so continuing, so let's take Starbucks. I don't know, I just love Starbucks. So, Starbucks can take every $1 of the revenue it produces. It can go into, it can go into buying another factory, buying a roastery, opening up a new store somewhere in the world, continuing its expansion into China, opening up new stores say in Africa or South America or somewhere in the world or uh, it can even it can go into increasing the wages of its uh, employees it can or it can go into the shareholders pockets they can pay a dividend or they can buy back shares or it could simply go into the cash reserves so there are only three places where it can go dividends or share buy uh, share buybacks so that is returning money to shareholders. That's one. Second thing is expanding. So it can it can expand. It can uh, grow. So that's the second place where it can go. Then the third place where it can go is back into the bank. So those are the three biggest places where it can go. Then what else does a business depend on? Well. To exp- uh, well, we can put management on the strategy. We can even put management <coughs> outside strategy. So, what does a management aim to do? So, who are the uh, people in the management? The CEO, he's the he- he's the head, the chief executive officer, the CFO, the CMO, the COO. So, like chief financial officer, chief marketing officer, the chief operating officer. So, those are some of the examples of people who work in the management. The management aims to help the business produce a profit. And without the management, the business is going nowhere. The management is key for the business to grow. Without the management, the business cannot grow. Without a good, able and stable management, an able management is one that can make good decisions. It can employ the money in the most useful way. It can undertake the most profitable projects and reject the more unprofitable ones. So that is the definition of a good management. A management can't easily, it cannot easily be measured and it's not a good idea to use past statistics to measure management because there are many examples of companies which has the same management but then the past performances don't equal future results. A company has deteriorated after having the same management for a long, long time. For example, during the housing bubble, many banks seemed to be making money, but then eventually those CEOs, because of greed, led to the biggest financial disaster of the 21st century. So that is the kind of thing that can actually happen and the management is not able. They don't look at the long term. Also, yeah, coming to another important point, the management should look at the long term and not the short term. So if the management is putting $1 into a project that would produce a cash flow of, that would produce revenues much greater in the long, uh, in the long run, say five to 10 years from now than it would today, then the manager then that is a good management 
the management shouldn't be caring about producing quarterly targets as Ray Dalio says it. They should be caring about building company value in the long run. So what is the purpose of a business? The purpose of a business is to exchange services or products with a customer who needs the product in so that both of them can have a mutual benefit from it. The company gets money and the, pro- and the customer gets the product that they needed. Also, there are several uh, and then there are several factors in which the customer decides whether to buy the product or not. The main thing is whether it's a necessity or a luxury. If it's a necessity, there's a good chance that the customer is going to buy it. But if it's a luxury, there's a good chance that they might they may postpone the purchase of the product. So that is one of the most important things with in the uh, in a business to consider whether it's a luxury company or a necessary company for example uh, let's say for example alcohol is basically a necessity their parties like all the time and then companies like Anheuser Busch or Budweiser or Diageo where, which are all big alcohol companies they're going to be making big bucks from this so that is how the alcohol industry works because alcohol seems to be a necessity it seems to act as a necessity and it's doesn't seem to be more of a luxury but even though people may try to postpone it but then it's more of an addiction let's say tobacco companies tobacco is a big big addiction so companies like Philip Morris and Altria Altria is the big producer of Marlboro one of the biggest uh, tobacco brands in the world so they'll be making big bucks but then companies like Louis Vuitton they may have erratic earnings and therefore they may be much much riskier compared to, uh, compared to a company like Altria because Altria is in the retail industry but then the retail necessity industry and it has a brand name in the retail necessity industry so yeah so to sum it up a business exists to mutually benefit from a customer it exists so that the customer can mutually benefit from them it ceases to exist when it fails to make a profit a business exists so that it can make a profit it exists so that the customer and that and it can have a mutually beneficial experience also an experience exchange so also um, a comp- also a business uh, exists so that A business exists because sorry, not sorry, so that and sorry, this screwed up. A business uh, exists because of a business strategy, and without the business strategy and without the management to execute that business strategy, a business will fail to make a profit. And when a business fails to make a profit, it ceases to exist. And the brand and the sorry, not the brand and the business strategy is there so that the business uh, the business strategy is there so that the mutually beneficial exchange between the customer and the business can occur. See you next time.